Public service announcement. I have just temporarily closed the doors to Lifestyle Business School. If you are a current or aspiring expertise-based business that has a business, courses, coaching, masterminds, where you are divorcing your value from your time, or that is the business model that you want, you likely know that Lifestyle Business School is the program that I have been tirelessly working on over the last six months to build out six comprehensive playbooks, which basically lay out the entire path. It has everything from business model design to offer creation, to back-end delivery, to driving traffic, live launch campaigns, automated campaigns, everything you could possibly need to start or grow a leveraged expertise-based business to the lifestyle business sweet spot. Now, never fear because we've only temporarily closed the doors and we have added a wait list. So if you head to lifestylebusiness.school forward slash join, pop your name on the wait list and you are going to be notified when we open up the doors with everything built out, which is super exciting. And all of the exciting changes that we have made to the program as well, which we will share in due course. But in order to get the special VIP bonuses, when we do open the door, I want you to go and pop your name on the wait list now. So that is going to be lifestylebusiness.school forward slash join, put your name on the wait list, and you will be the first to be notified when we open up the doors with everything built out with a lot of exciting changes and with pretty much the best deal under the sun. All right, let's get into today's podcast episode. You're listening to the Stevie Says Social Podcast, episode 15. If you've got big business dreams, but you're feeling stuck when it comes to all things digital, social media, and content marketing, this is the podcast for you. This episode is brought to you by my free 20-page ebook with 100 really practical social media tips for your business. Grab them at steviesayssocial.com forward slash ebook. Hey guys, and welcome to the Stevie Says Social Podcast, episode 15. My name is Stevie. I am your host, just like I am every single week. And guys, it's a Friday and I have a podcast coming out. So what does this mean? Basically, it means that I have listened to the feedback that I received when I put a post up on my Stevie Says Social Instagram account earlier this week, and the feedback was, yes, move to two podcasts a week. So guys, I'm doing it. I'm going to test it. I'm going to see how it goes, and here I am. So basically, what I'm looking at doing is having an interview every single Tuesday, and then it's just me talking into a microphone every single Friday. So today, guys, you are lucky enough to get me talking to myself into a microphone. 
If you have not subscribed to the Stevie Says Social podcast, please head over to iTunes and do it or follow on Spotify if you're an Android user. I would appreciate it. You'll get notified every Tuesday and Friday when I bring out a new episode. And guys, if you like the podcast, I know it is a massive pain in the butt, but please head over to iTunes and leave me a rating and a review. I really, really appreciate it. I know every single podcast person says this but it makes a huge difference in terms of the visibility of the podcast in iTunes. So just do it. (laughs) Giving you a virtual hug if you do. So guys, today we're going to talk about something that I have talked about before, but I feel like it's an important thing to revisit because it's something that I think is burning a lot of people and it's giving our industry a bad name. I know a lot of you are listening to this podcast because you want to kind of do your social media yourself, but some of you may be at the point where, you know, you're looking at outsourcing because, you know, it's not your zone of genius to be doing it. It's too much work or you just should be focusing on other things. If so, I completely understand that. So you might be at a point where you're looking at potentially interviewing or hiring a social media manager. And I know how overwhelming that can be because there are so bloody many social media managers out there. It seems like every second person is calling themselves one. And that is a problem because what it means is that there's a really low barrier to entry. And it means that there's a lot of really substandard people out there. And I mean a lot, like a lot, a lot. I see some of the advice that's being spouted by these people and it really makes me nervous because I know that there's a lot of people that don't understand digital enough to know that they are completely talking BS. So guys, I think it's time for me to speak up on the podcast because I think that they're giving decent social media people and there are some legends out there, a really bad name. So who are they? Basically, they're the people that are in Facebook groups waffling on and they're making really little sense and kind of haphazardly sprinkling words like pixel and analytics into their posts to make themselves seem knowledgeable, but it's completely out of place and not in context and just does not make sense. They're the people that are taking on 27 social media management clients themselves and promising them the world when honestly, managing 27 accounts. Hell, managing more than about five accounts and doing a great job with them is downright bloody impossible. And it actually gives me hives just thinking about it. Social media management is really, really time consuming, which is why a lot of people outsource it. And in order to do a good job, you can't take on too many clients. They're the people that are telling other people all about their social media expert superpowers, basically. But, you know, they have no people on their Instagram account. They might have 56 followers and they, you know, haven't posted on Facebook in three months. Guys, it is crazy and it's frankly, in my opinion, getting a little bit out of control. And what breaks my heart is that so many people cannot tell. When you're not working in social media and you're looking to hire a social media 
in brackets expert, it can be really hard to work out who's the real deal and who is dressing up in their mum's clothes and kind of playing shop when 51 people are all professing their expertise to you. So what I also want to do before I get into the seven things that you need to be looking for when you're looking to outsource your social media is a little bit of a caveat because do not get me wrong, like any profession, there are people that are at kind of different stages and levels of expertise. And guys, the prices generally reflect that. And that's okay. They are good people. They're learning. They're the people that we want in our industry, right? Those people are passionate. They're willing to learn. They're willing to grow. And it's a sign of a healthy and growing industry. But what's not great is these people at the other end of the spectrum, right? So, I'm going to give you seven things that basically are massive red flags when it comes to looking for the right person to outsource your socials to. Number one, they don't tend to their own garden. So one thing that I really can't stand, although sometimes it's really sort of well-intentioned, is a social media expert that says, isn't it always the way? Your socials are always so neglected when you work in social media. No, just no. Guys, if you're a social media manager, your social media is your shop front for God's sake. It is a really good opportunity for you to show that you know what you're doing, that you're passionate, and that if a client was going to work with you, they could expect a similar job to be done of their own account. This is in my opinion, and it's a little bit controversial, but it's the number one cardinal sin. And I honestly see it happen far too often. It's often well-intentioned. Sometimes it's a result of overwork. So a sign that a social media manager is already working with too many accounts. Sometimes it's a lack of passion, in which case, why would you want them touching your account? And sometimes it's just plain laziness. So in all three cases, it's basically a really bad look. And in my opinion, a really bad sign. So I've heard the counter argument to this and I do understand it, which is basically, you know, when you're really putting a lot of work and effort into your client's accounts, it can be really, really hard to find the time to do it for your own. And you know what? That's fine if you're not looking for new business, if it's not a priority for you. But in my opinion, if you're a social media media manager and you're looking to market yourself, the number one place that you should be doing that is on your own social media accounts. It's really, really important in my opinion. So red flag number two, they manage 1,200 other social media accounts. So in my opinion, I've said it before, but a good social media manager can competently manage about five accounts plus their own. And guys, that is a stretch. I'm going to guess that they're heading for a nervous breakdown and I can put money on them not doing a stellar job if they're looking after any more accounts than that. So ask a potential social media manager how many accounts they are managing. I actually recently saw in a Facebook group, a new social media manager say that they wanted to take on 20 new clients and my mouth literally dropped. 
lot. I also felt really sorry for her potential new clients because that poor girl was not going to get very far with her well-intentioned business plans. Social media management is time-consuming, and if the number of clients that a social media manager has taken on does not reflect that, do not hire them. So red flag number three is that they charge $50 a week for comprehensive social media management. Guys, I get it. If you're a small business, your budget is tight, and it's not realistic to be spending more than they can afford on social media management. But guys, with that said, I would be very, very wary of hiring a so-called social media expert that's offering full service management, so daily posting, content creation, community engagement, strategy, the whole shebang for peanuts. You know what they say, you pay peanuts and you get monkeys. Social media is time consuming. I will say it again. And you really need kind of, I would say at least five hours a week to really nail a week's worth of social media content and management. And that is at least if you're outsourcing it. So if your potential social media manager is charging $50 for five hours work, that is $10 an hour. And after taxes and all of the things, that is absolute peanuts. I don't know anyone that would work for that. And so what's probably happening is that they're cramming that five hours into one, and that is a recipe for crap-ass socials, in which case, why on earth are you outsourcing? You get what you pay for. Please keep that in mind when you're outsourcing your socials. So number four, the fourth red flag to look out for is that they spout incomprehensible and long-winded jargon, which in a long-winded jargon, long-winded way, let me just say, does not a social media expert make. So guys, someone bleeding on about pixels and custom conversions and impressions and reach does not make them a social media expert. I have quite literally read articles by social media professionals that made such little sense that they honestly could have been written in Japanese. And it kind of breaks my heart. Great social media people, great digital marketing people in general can explain what they do in very clear, plain English. If you don't understand what somebody is saying, it does not make you dumb. What more likely it means is they don't 100% know what they're on about themselves, or they're just plain trying to pull the wool over your eyes. Here's the thing, and it makes me really angry. Social media actually isn't rocket science. The principles are pretty simple, although admittedly, they're hard to execute well, but you can explain them in simple layman's terms. Do not hire a social media expert that can't articulate their strategy or their social media tactics in layman's terms. So number five, they claim to be an expert. So in my experience, people that are boldly and really assertively claiming to be social media experts very, very rarely are. So I can't even tell you the number of big PR agencies, big marketing agencies, and so-called social media experts that profess to offer full service social media and yet have no clue what it actually takes to grow 
a large engaged following of people that will one day do business with you. Social media is constantly changing and a good social media professional will tell you that they are always learning and always testing. They don't need to have a PhD in social media. And in fact, most courses will only teach theory and they're not going to get you very far. So what they do need to show is that they're super, super passionate, that they're committed to learning, they read articles, they listen to podcasts, they write blog posts, they're testing new tactics, they're in there and they're doing it. And those things will demonstrate their passion and their willingness to learn and apply what they learn to your social media accounts. They are the type of people that you want. If you find one of those people, sign with them on the dotted line yesterday. So the golden question to ask is what are you doing to further your knowledge in terms of what you're practicing? Basically, if they give an answer that shows that they're constantly learning, it shows that they're not just in it for the money, that they're going to show your socials love and respect, that they're going to go over and above, and that they're not going to rest on their so-called expert laurels and continue to roll out tactics that might have worked a year ago, but which are old and yesterday's news because they haven't kept up to date. So number six in terms of red flags that their following numbers are low or suspiciously high. So we've all heard it before. I have said it a million times myself. It is not all about the followers. But in my opinion, the caveat is a good social media person should have a decent, in terms of numbers, plus engaged social media following. I mean, that's their job, right? Social media numbers aren't everything, but let me just come out and say it. It's ultimately what people want. And when you keep in mind, that the goal of social media is to have people buy from you, the more of the right, the right being the key word here, social media followers that you have, the more potential clients and customers you have. So there's a reason that people hire social media experts. It is because especially in 2018, growing your following with the right people is hard, hard work. So it makes sense that a good one will show you that they know their stuff by having successfully grown their own account. There's two caveats to this. So number one, as I said before, some people are newer to the industry. They've just started and they're in the growth phase. That is okay. So if you're passionate and, you know, and sorry, if they're passionate and they're ticking the boxes above, cut them some slack. Everyone has to start somewhere. A year ago, I had zero followers. So, you know, it's something to keep in mind if they're newer to the industry. Number two, big followings can be deceiving. So, I know of quite a few social media experts out there that have grown their accounts with really shady tactics and they use bots, unengaged followers are the result, and those people are never going to do business with them. What makes me really sad is that businesses that are engaging them do not know that and they think that they're onto a winner with the person that they're going to be working with. They're not. So basically, what's the use of, you know, a whole heap of spammy, American Instagram followers if you're a Brisbane social media professional that's working with Brisbane companies. It's not a good look and I can pick it a mile away. 
Look for accounts that have decent followings of passionate, engaged people that clearly want to do business with them. Let me put it this way. You'd never work with a landscaper that had a messy garden, right? Or a hairdresser that just had really crap hair. So why, oh, why, oh, why would you work with a social media expert that has 96 followers with, you know, having been in business for two years? You just would not do it. And guys, this brings me to number seven, which is the seventh red flag to look for when you're looking to hire a social media manager. And that is that a master of everything is a master of nothing. Beware of generalist digital marketers. Social media is a field that requires really specialist knowledge. And there are so many intricacies which require constant learning. It's basically a full-time job keeping up. Trust me because it is my full-time job keeping up. Hats off to generalist digital marketers. Honestly, they have a lot to learn and they absolutely have their work cut out for them keeping across everything. But when it comes to you and the person that you want to manage your social media, the bottom line is that if you can find someone that specializes in social media, they're going to do a better job across the board, there's exceptions, guys, not all the time as a general rule, than someone that is spreading themselves too thin across all of the digital marketing things. Okay, guys, that is my rant over. If you've gotten to the end of this, I really do hope that it's helped you. And I'll just recap quickly. Basically, the seven red flags to look for. Number one, a social media manager not tending to their own garden. Number two, a social media manager that manages 1,200 other social media accounts. Number three, they charge absolute peanuts for comprehensive social media management. Number four, they just go on with long-winded jargon, jargon, jargon that doesn't make any sense in an attempt to pull the wool over your eyes. Number five, they claim to be an expert. None of us are experts. We are all learning. Number six, their follower numbers are really low or they're suspiciously high. Number seven, they're a master of everything, which means that they're ultimately a master of nothing. Guys, if you're a social media professional and you're wondering if I'm calling you out here, I want to end with a massive disclaimer for the newer legends that maybe wrongly think that this post is pointed at them. No, the bottom line is if you're genuine and you care and you're transparent and you're passionate about the industry, I am not talking about you. And I talk to social media professionals every single day in that category. I think you are doing an amazing job and I can clearly see how passionate you are. What I am completely over are the people, which is the same as any unregulated industry really, that are giving us genuine people a bad name. For those people, I really hope that this podcast, if you're listening, gets you to start working on the things that really matter and not trying to pull the wool over unsuspecting clients' eyes. It will only ever end badly for you and for them. 
Guys, that is it for me. Not kind of a social media tips podcast episode today, but I do think that it's something that needs to be put out there because I do see a lot of people that are unwittingly working with people that don't have your best interests at heart. I hope that helped. Until next time, I will see you then. Oh, and before I go, iTunes reviews appreciated. Did I mention that? I think I mentioned that. I don't know. Did I mention that? I think I mentioned that.